Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Cool. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, we've got a little bit of a party going on for our 100th episode. Mm, yeah. Ooh. So excited. We have Jim Parkin, uh, myself, Ashley Chandler, Pastor Kim Severe, and Brent DeRees. Yeah. How's it going? Hi, y'all. What is up, everyone? Actually, Jim, I should call you Chaplain Jim. Pastor Carl calls me Vicar. I don't know what that is. But yeah. calls me one. That's an old term. I haven't heard that one it's in old, a while. Unless it's, it's an old English, uh, <clears throat> yeah, an old English thing. Yeah. The boys on the fire department call me Rev. Really? That's fun. Mm-hmm. Does it feel any different? You still feel it's kind of like a birthday. Do you feel older? Do you feel older? <laughs> it's a little bit. I can. There's a little bit of weight, more weight that comes with it. Yeah. You know, and I knew like that's why I had been meeting with Pastor Jim and I knew I was going to be chaplain at the fire department. But what I didn't realize was that when he called and made that announcement at the church that he was going to say and forevermore, he will be known as pastor in this house. In my mind, I was like, that wasn't part of the discussion. (laughs) So just so you know, Webster says that a vicar is a member of the clergy or laity who has charge of the mission of a mission or chapel. Ooh, that's cool. So I like that. Yeah, it's like there. there you go, Vicar Jim. <laughs> it's weird. So Ashley, you can explain it better because you probably, well, you're an accountant, so you can count numbers better than the rest of us. So like when you look at the TLE uh, podcast network, as it were, mm-hmm. there is 51. This will be 51. This will be 51 on the, so about a year ago, a little over a year ago now, we came underneath, uh, the, the lighthouse experiment as ministry came underneath, um, the covering of freedom center church. Um, before that, we were kind of our own, um, we had made an LLC. We had um, the ability to do some business stuff and things. Um, we wanted to protect our, our name as an entity and stuff like that. So we'd done some other things before, but about, um, begin, was it beginning of last year? We really like relaunched in May and stuff. So there's a little bit of a changeover. So when we did that, we um, also kind of came into the SoundCloud account, like podcast account as Freedom Center Church. So we've been able to post our episodes on their platform all this time. Right. It's been huge. So folks that normally listen to um, the Sunday service, the morning after podcast, where some of the pastors will go over notes and additional thoughts and things from Sunday's message on Monday, um, folks will then be able to bump right into the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, which has been really phenomenal. Um, we've cool. been able to get out, you know, yeah, really get out to a lot more people and folks that listen to our podcast then have access that much easier. Just, you know, after ours gets done playing, we'll skip to, you know, maybe the next one is pastor's message or whatever. So it's been really neat to be on that platform. And so when we did that, I restarted the numbers because it just made more sense and it was less confusing for everybody when we started there. But we've had our own 
other like SoundCloud accounts and stuff like that. And so when we launched the podcast at the end of 2017, we had four initial episodes that we recorded, produced, and had um, all prepared to release during the holidays that the end of that year. And then the next year, th- those kind of felt like the first initial four, like those were just kind of a special four mm-hmm. that we had yeah. done together to do that initial, like, here we are, this is who we are, and this is what we're doing. So then when we started in 2018, I restarted the numbering system and stuff. I don't know if I did initially or if we, but there was somewhere along the lines where we did some changes. And so it's been a little confusing because I haven't kept everything because they've kind of felt like different um, series in a way, in, in some ways. And right. stuff. So um, but yeah, uh, a few months ago this this spring, we were kind of like, oh, I wonder how many we've done. And we started adding them up and we we're hey. like in the 70s, 80s. And we're like, holy smokes, like this is crazy. Like three years right. later and we're this far. It's kind of like you get so focused on what you're doing that you weren't really, you know, it's not like every time we hit another 10 episodes, you know, it was a big deal. We just kept doing the next week and stuff. Right. So, yeah. So if you, if I go back and count them all up, um, this is the 100th episode. We had some just gym episodes where Jim would get on and just share. It was creepy. Jim like it. <laughs> it was kind of cool. I, I like those too. Um, we I tried like some things out, but what's really worked really well for this podcast, what we've really enjoyed is getting people on and, and sharing stories and hearing where people are coming from. It's just been a really, really good flow and right. everything. So it's just been really good. And now this season, it's been a lot of just just Jim and Ashley Chandler um, through COVID. But man, we love getting people on with us and stuff. And, right. um, you know, Kim and Brad. Right. You had some are, pretty good, pretty cool people on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm now, not just talking I about mean, myself either. I was- yeah, <laughs> Brent, your episode, buddy, is like the only one that has broken 300. Like we, I just looked it up the other night. There's like 327 listens on that episode, buddy. It's it's so awesome. I'm like, I'm like number one. I'm the champ. <laughs> you <Yep>. are. <laughs> it's yep. so good. Yeah. So if anybody's listening, go back and make it like listen 328. Listen to Life After EMS. It's a really really good episode. Um. um yeah. It's been cool fun. though, right? Because when we started, we would get super stoked if like eighteen to yeah. thirty people. No, listened. no, no. When we first launched the first few, and we're like ten people listen to it. <laughs> you know? yeah. This is incredible. You know, because it is weird when you put yourself out there and you're like, I have something to say. You know, and and then you know, be lessons. Yeah. Well, and just just the little bit of confidence that you have to to exert your, you know, insert yourself out into culture in that way and say, please listen to me, you know? So there's definitely yeah. a responsibility and, and, and a bit that you feel that it's like, okay, is it reciprocated? Is it heard? Is it, you know, is there some sort of engagement? So it's been a really, really cool. Most of 99% of our engagement or feedback, we get like private messages, like Jim will get little notes or something, or Brent, you've had people say something to you and stuff. And so it's just been really, really cool, you know? I was shocked to be honest with you when I I I was talking to Jim and he, he told me that it was it was in the like two hundred and something. Yeah. And I was like, what? why would anybody want to listen to me it talk? Is actually, right now <laughs> it's uh it's three hundred and fifty one. What? Oh. 
That's yeah. so great. Oh, that's so, good. That's so good. It makes yeah. me so happy. You know, because... I think I don't get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh my gosh. It's so uh, good. That's cool. Man. That's cool. You know, because we're just sharing our life. We're just sharing yeah. what I mean, you guys have shared a lot about where you've come from, what you've walked through and stuff. And to know that other people are are walking through maybe that season right now, you know? And so right. that's, that's what we're doing this for is to walk alongside people that are in first response that are veterans and be able to walk alongside them and help them flourish, you know? And if they're struggling, give them some sort of light. It's like, come on, bud, we, you can do this. You know, there's, there's a way to thrive and have an abundant life, you know? So that's why we do it. You know? Yeah. Remember when we started yeah. the, the basement episodes, yeah. Pastor Kim, you remember those? It'd be toilets oh, flushing. Them. <laughs> yeah. Furnace is coming on. <laughs> Toddler screaming. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember there was an episode where Isaac Chandler was mad at us. So he went in the hallway in my house. It was right above where the table that we used to record at. And it was just stomping, uh-huh. like running in place. <laughs> uh-huh. God bless his little pea-picking heart. Yeah. My son will be a leader one day, by the grace of God. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yes, you. Mm. It's been good, man. It's been really cool to just just stick with it. Because I know that if you guys know me, you know there's been times where I've been like, yeah, no one's listening. Or, you know, if it doesn't come out in the time frame, which I think it should. Or there was times, every once in a while, Apple will hold an episode they'll like, they'll hold it. And they, what's cool, what I appreciate is they have an actual group of people that will listen to the full episode. So they aren't just holding it just to, because they're Apple and they believe they can, but they actually have a human that goes through and listens to it. From what I've read and heard, they're, they're pretty equal on what they shut down. They aren't just looking only for one narrative. As much as it troubles me when the episodes don't come out it and also I, I guess I appreciate it well we've been able to kind of naturally over time kind of see what part of the week does better right and if it gets lost in the weekend it, it takes a while for it to catch back up and get to mm-hmm. stuff so there's that little bit of you know trying to be timely with things and but it's cool because people ask if they don't see it out yet like hey you know when's the episode coming out and stuff which is you know really honoring to hear that and stuff so um yeah and I mean honestly I mean this year is I mean there's been a lot of hard things about this year but one of the great things about it is that people have gotten a lot more used to using zoom and things like this and um we were messing around with a, a few different ways to try to patch people in um but now with the zoom we'll be able to get people from all over the world, all over the nation and stuff like that. And Jim, you told me something the other day that really surprised me about this whole ministry and that we're the first of its kind within Mm -hmm. the AG um, community and across the United States. So that just floored me and stuff. So I don't know. Which would be cool. A a cool use for it. A cool thing maybe we could do is help other help other churches and stuff get stuff off the ground. Yeah. I don't know right. that we necessarily want to have different chapters or whatever, but yeah, I know there's a church, I think Cornerstone in, which I don't believe is an AG church, but Cornerstone in Brighton. Is that, 
Are they assemblies of God or no? I don't know. Assemblies of God are hard to tell sometimes these days because they very few of them say assembly of God in their name. I'm not sure. In, I mean, in I any case, them. they have like a Bible study. I think they're doing. I don't even. I don't. I mean, somebody asked me what we did to get this going, and I, you know, gave my go-to answers. We just started doing it. Right. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it too is we actually like each other. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I yeah. mean, not to down any other group, but I think that there there really is a brotherhood and a camaraderie that comes along with these industries. And I think that just the way that this has all come together, um, you know, our community nights or our meetings and stuff, when it's just us, like, we don't mind. I mean, honestly, for myself, there's been some of our community nights where if it has been smaller, if it has just been us, like... I've really enjoyed that too. Cause I get to have these really nice long, deep conversations with you guys and stuff. And, um, it's, it's built those friendships within our team, you know? So I think that, that working through these past few years, working through the ups and downs of it, I think that, I mean, absolutely. When you have those relationships with one another, you, you can weather those storms and you can wait it out and you can be patient in the process when, you know, we all have each other's back and we just are taking it one day at a time, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty, we're pretty new to it, but me and Leanne, you know, we're, we're, we're the new guys, but um, we, we kind of came in right when all of this, the COVID stuff's happened and everything just shut down. So, um, you know, we haven't, we, I don't know how many community nights we got to, to do and, in our small group and stuff before everything kind of just closed up. But I mean, we were at, we were at quite a few before it yeah. before closed up and it was, uh, it's always been fun. We always look forward to it. Um, the, the even if it's just a small group where we're just going to go and, and, and meet with just us, you know, um, that and the community nights, we, we look forward to both of them. Um, and I, I'm, I don't think we've really missed that. Well, I missed uh, the small group of those at that job that one night, but I don't think we've missed any of them. I don't think you yeah. have. Conveniently, so. it's in my house most of the time, so. <laughs> so you, <laughs> By you default. Missed, can you? <laughs> yeah, All right. So, Pastor Kim, you were, you've been on the podcast on and off since the inception of the podcast. So, what memories or fond memories or any memories really? If you... Well, I mean, I, pe- people like talking about themselves and I, um, I love, I loved getting to tell my story Yeah, about my history, my past, my career, uh, my, mil- my military experience, my career in law enforcement, my career, uh, not career, my time, um, as a clergy member, as a as an ordained minister in the Assemblies of God, I loved having a chance to do that and tell my story. I love having a chance to encourage people, and I love having a chance to tell people to please, please, please pray and support first responders. So, I mean, that's a highlight every time I get a chance to say that for me. And what what is the absolute best part about it is representing Jesus. Secondly, 
it's it is i agree with uh brent and ashley and i'm certain you feel the same way jim i love being with you guys oh yeah it's some of the some of the best stuff in my life and that's why i you know yesterday i'm driving down the road and i'm going i get to see my tle family tonight and that's why i texted you guys and said i can't wait and brent and leanne i gotta get your cell phone numbers because i couldn't put you in the text so we'll take care of that yeah yeah that's those are highlights for me, Jim. Uh, it's just John. a blessing being involved in this, being asked uh, to be, you know, uh, uh, to be a, a clergy representative from FCC is a huge honor to me. Yeah. Well, it's been great, and a lot of it. And one of the most recent episodes, I said that, like, for me, the podcast is my way of of journaling, if you will, is my way of talking through, especially in the early days of of lockdowns and you know we had there was weeks there i can remember a week we recorded when um a dude that used to be a public safety officer at hurley passed away wendell quinn and it was just a rough week but to be able to have this medium to just talk it through because there's just tons of people that that just demolished you know and people not just hurley people but people that live in the community I talked to kids that grew up living around Hurley and knew Wendell just grew and growing up. So he was just one of these gentle gigantors. And he was like, he was like seven feet tall actual, but like nine feet tall. And (laughs) like we ran a call in his neighborhood and we were, we were about a block away from his house. Me and I think it was Brian Holcomb. And he got in his car and drove down because he knew everybody on his block. Right. So he got in his car, drove down when he saw the ambulance and asked if he could help and was talking to the lady and, you know, asking if she was all right. And, you know, I don't say he was going to take care of everything at the house. He'd keep an eye on it, you know, like he wasn't right. at work, you know, he was, just, right. he was an awesome guy, man. Everybody, yeah. everybody loved Wendell. That was a bummer. For sure. It was just cool to have this medium though, for me to be able to just talk to my people really yeah you know because i've also shared i think on here that standing in a group of people three or more really doesn't do my heart well i just don't like it i don't know why i don't think i'm with you i'm terrible at it or anything but it's just not my favorite so you know speaking in front of people also not my favorite so this medium no one i mean you guys see me now but you know what I mean? I'm not in front of, I'm in front of my family here. I don't yeah. have to be in front of, you know, I just fear the day that something goes completely sideways and Pastor Jim asks me to speak in front of that whole house. I can't wait for that. Oh. <laughs> you know it's coming. It's going to be uh, amazing. Guys, see, I'm the other end of that. I'm like, I love it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy speaking. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm I just, you, I love, I mean, it's just a huge <laughs> opportunity to be able to encourage people. And I just think that people don't get encouraged enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just awesome. So Jim, once you get credentialed, you get, uh, you put your name in the, in the hat for um, being a guest speaker around the district when they need someone to fill a pulpit. That way you can spread the word about TLE. You can uh, 
earn your chops on public speaking in front of people who you may never have to see again. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a great thing to do. I'm thinking about uh, to doing that myself. I had to speak week before last in Eaton Rapids at Eaton Rapids Assembly of God, and I had a blast. It was really cool. I hadn't preached in front of a, a church in a long time, so it felt really good. So what I'll do is there's a dude that I listen to their podcast, and actually he has the same struggle. So what he does when he's asked to speak in front of his church is he sets up a desk and their equipment, and he brings his partner up. So he's talking to everybody, but as a buffer, he's just doing a live podcast. Oh, really? That's pretty so smart. Chandler, I'll bring you with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. I'd be able to get through it, I think, but it's just super nerve-wracking. Yeah, I'm with you there. Just when I came into the first podcast, I was like sweating out in the parking lot because I don't, I don't like, I'm not the, I don't like to talk unless I know you. I don't like to talk. Period. I was you did such like, a great oh, job. What, I don't, even, I don't know what to Mr. say. Prince I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't, you know, like I was freaking out. And then the we could have been nicer though. Better. We could have been nicer and picked a topic ahead of time. Like in in our minds, like Jim and I are like, ah, oh, we'll talk about whatever. It's fine. And then for yeah. people like Nick and you, Brent, like it, like just shoot me. Like I'm sure, like yeah. you're like, it's right. the worst feeling yeah. in the world to not be able to think about it ahead of time. You know? Um, yeah. When I got here, I'm like, so what are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure something out. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no. And that's well, usually that's how it <laughs> I listen to, I like I've said a, a million times, I listen to Rogan's podcast mostly because I like the cadence of it. And his whole thing is he'll bring people on like an expert or a member of whatever group or whatever political party or, or just whatever expertise. And that's always just a conversation. Yeah. Like he had one on recently where he had this lady, she's a, a doctor of something and they didn't talk about her expertise at all what they talked about was was how really nobody really wants the defunding of police and it was a really good reasonable conversation nobody was angry but i just like that so throughout the time since we've been growing this podcast we've gone more and more and more to when we have a guest on basically we're just following you yeah. It's like whatever you want to talk about, we're just going to follow along. Because to yeah. me, that makes sense. I think people like to hear people have conversations or, and you know, with that, be encouraged and stuff like that. Yeah, it ends up being the most natural that way and stuff. But it is interesting. There's been, I, I would say, probably 80% of the folks that we have had on the podcast um, have had to take probably those first five minutes of knowing that they're being recorded to like letting that kind of drift out a bit so they can kind of get comfortable. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it was the same with us with those first few, like we we're all giddy and awkward about it, you know, in the first mm -hmm. you know, few episodes and it took us time to kind of get used to it, you know? So oh, yeah. it's just, it's, it's also humbling again to see the whole process come together and how, we've grown and then you get somebody, you know, new to being recorded and, you know, they're nervous, you know, and that's good for me to see. It's good for me to, right. to see, um, 
you know, it's like being on the band or something like you're in the choir or the band for so long. And then you get that new person that comes in and you're like, yeah, that I was that way too. You know, like we're trying to make as normal and comfortable as possible, you know, as we go forward. So we'll see. Oh yeah. We'll continue growing and making changes with, I mean, right. our dream really would be at some point to have our own studio. And I just think that would be really fun. So someday, someday. we'll be syndicated worldwide <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> seems cool though you know we can't talk about episode 100 without talking about ashley chandler's infamous oh, no. benadryl and caffeine episode <laughs> <laughs> oh kim do you remember this I, you weren't oh, there, were for, you there for that no i don't think i was Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. That was me and Jason Hiddle and Ashley. Yeah. And she was pregnant with Isla, right? Still. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> was having some allergy stuff, so she took some Benny. And then, oh, snap, I got this podcast to do. I'll get a, you know, a Venti something something super chai something coffee. <laughs> and, like, she went down. We were talking about something pretty heavy, and the next thing you know, Ashley's down this rabbit hole, and me and Jason are looking at each other, man, like, I don't know what she's going to talk about. Just let her go. It was a solid, what, like 15 minutes? Uh Uh-huh. It was probably good 12, 13, yeah, because I thought everything was great. Like, I was in my own little world. We were talking, having a great time, you know, and then, like, four (laughs) days later, I'm editing this podcast going, what happened? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was what fantastic. was wrong with me? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that Great. was horrible. It was really funny. But the best thing about it is that nobody can really, like, really, really tell because I literally edited, like, 25 minutes out of that dumb episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, a little cut and splice. Yeah. You still have the edited stuff, that stuff that you edited out? Because I'd love to hear that. <laughs> Um, takes. it's probably on a hard drive yeah i put a bunch (laughs) of our older stuff on a hard drive because i was filling up my my computer and stuff so i do i do and a lot of that stuff i have the original files for too on sd card so one day we can open up the the time capsules tle bloopers (laughs) yep the blooper reel Uh the entire episode Oh my gosh, that would be fun. I did um, think I had some. Once in a while, I would put like us messing up in the very beginning or at the very end as we like outroed and stuff, and that was fun. And I actually did a couple weeks ago, I did that as our intro um, because we, I started to do the intro, like, you know, hey, welcome, whatever. And Jim's like, hold on, hold, hold, what, what? okay, now I'm hitting record. <laughs> So you listen like two episodes I ago, I actually, so it must have been like episode yeah. 48 or something, 49 or something. And I did that because it's just fun when it's a little different, you know, we mess up all the time, you know, I just try to make it as clean and fluid as possible, you know. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. What else? What can we say? I think obviously we should, you know, thank you to you guys for sticking this out with me yeah. you know it's been it's been quite the journey these last few years especially with this i really think for me the podcast i was talking about it with pastor jim and he was like referring to it like a funnel and the podcast is really where we draw people in you know people really first hear about everything 
by listening to these episodes and that, you know, draws them in closer to then community night. And then hopefully in the future, we have some sort of house church gathering once a month or so, you know, and it just, just keeps driving home the, the dream of this whole thing. But right. just first off, I appreciate all you guys for your hard work and being involved and, you know, from the 10 listen episodes to the 351 listen episodes and, and everything in between has been amazing. And also obviously thank you to everybody who's ever been a guest on the show. Yeah. Yeah. From Brian and Tracy Holcomb to, you know, Crystal Horton, Johnny Franklin was on back in the day and we had just all these people on and stuff. Oh yeah. The Bradshaws and then the other ones, I don't know if we can still even mention who they were, but. Right. I I still haven't found uh, the episode with Brian and Tracy. I cannot find it anywhere. I will, let me write a note. I'll send you the link after. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was during the, like the changeovers and you were going from one to, uh, it was like three different, three different changes or something like that. And I was, uh, I was getting, I think I was texting you, Jim, actually. I'm like, so like, where did you guys go? Because there's no more episodes, but you said there's one out, and I went to the thing, and <laughs> yeah, so I was on the app. It was confusing for a while. Yeah, yeah, that was. You're like, oh, here, let me send you a link. I'm like, this is not, this is not the one that that I had. This is not what I'm following. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, we started a new one. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So but, no, someday, you know, if we ever get to a point where we go back out on our own and stuff like that. Um, out from under the church or alongside the church, then we'll probably be on our own network or our own platform and we'll just consolidate. Yeah. We'll just reload them all and I'll probably um, correlate all the numbers. So it's all make it all nice and tidy. <laughs> Spend right a on. couple of weeks getting all that organized. Yeah. Month, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we'll have an assistant at that time. We can have somebody in admin help us with it. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's, it's been really good, you know, and for, you know, Nick and I are not in first response. We have family that has served. We have grandparents and siblings and things that have um, served in the military. Um, but, you know, it's very humbling to be, you know, it, for lack of a better word, accepted into a field that I really have no experience. I remember that one, the first ride along that I went on with Jim, somebody had actually asked me, so are you a student? Are you a new student? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, Oh, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm just observing. I'm actually an accountant. I have a degree in accounting, you know, and they're like, Oh, well, you know, and they just thought that was really cool that I would even spend some time coming to get right. to know and, and, I, I just feel very honored to even have the opportunity to even get even a glimpse of what that looks like and what that means for somebody and, and their life and their family and their kids and what the whole sacrifice and commitment is for that, you know? Okay. So I, I just thank you to everybody that has listened to me too. Cause I mean, I've been on about every single episode, you know? And so to have something to say about something that I really don't have anything to say about is a really big deal, you know, if it makes sense like that, you know? So just, um, 
thank you for trusting us with that. Thank you for allowing the Chandlers to be a part of this, you know, and it really, it's been such a gift to our family. Um, just again, to know you guys and to be a part of this has just been a really, really cool to see how God's used this and um, just grown us and filled us. And it's just, it's a huge, huge gift. So thank you, everybody out there, all the, I mean, just everybody that has listened to this podcast. It's, it's crazy. Everybody that's come to a community night, everybody that's prayed and been encouraging of this whole process. You know, we have so many folks, even just in our church community that have just come alongside of us and, and church staff and everything that have just seen right. this mission and seen this vision and said, yes, you know, go for it. So it's incredible. Amen. Yeah. Well yeah. said. I mean, well, and, before, and really before COVID, all we were, were, you know, we were the traffic jam. We were the one that was keeping people from getting to where they were going because we had to turn our lights on or whatever. We were just in the way until they needed us. And then COVID hit and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I've been out of it, you know, so I'm not, I don't get to, um, you know, I don't get to, to be the, the hero, the frontline hero anymore um before i was just the uh annoyance with the flashing lights and the sirens it's cool that now people are like seeing what first responders actually do and they're they're starting to kind of to notice and nursing and you know doctors and like like everybody that's that's out there and there's i mean even like the the fast food restaurants and the grocery stores and you know, the, the people that stayed open, like they're actually, they're getting some appreciation too for what they do when they've never, you know, they've never gotten it before either, you know, and, and all these people are just for doing their jobs, which is what we did. And that's all I ever did was just do my job. But, you know, when you get that, that person that comes up and says, thank you, it's, it means a lot because it doesn't happen very often. You know, I mean, everyone, you know, before it was, well, you signed up for this, you know, you, you want to do this, so why should I thank you? I don't expect you to thank me. I mean, unless I help you do, you know, if I, if I come and help you or something, you know, hey, thanks. You know, right. But when I'm at work, I never expected a thank you, you know, from anybody because you didn't usually get them. <laughs> Most of the time it was I know, that's right. or punched or something like that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool that people are actually recognizing and standing up and saying thank you to, to nursing and first responders and grocery store workers and the guy bagging your groceries, you know, like he's getting, he's getting the spotlight too. It's right. It's kind of cool that people are being appreciative of one another. I mean, I, I guess that's, if anything good came out of this, I guess that probably would be it. If, if I had to guess. What's cool, what I've really appreciated too in this last season is that we are a ministry that stands up for and walks alongside of law enforcement. You know, yeah. despite despite what people would have you think about law enforcement, it's been cool to be, you know, I've had people ask me, like when you say first responders and I'll just stop them, yep, it means law enforcement too. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. that was a big part of, big part of this mission was to walk alongside those guys. And there's, I mean, I can name a half a dozen dudes right now. Like a couple young bucks today went flying at the speed of light to a minor car accident. 
you know, and I'll see them because they're around, they work every day and then I'll coach them a little bit on that. And like, that was unnecessary. All three of you dudes didn't need to go Mach 12 to a fender bender in right. peak traffic, you know, but it's just been cool as a ministry to be able to, to speak to that and walk alongside those guys and pray for them. Cause I think, the first responder family for sure the law enforcement guys and gals have the worst right now so to be mindful of them and really praying into them has been quite an honor but i'm grateful i'm grateful to for the love towards law enforcement that tle shows and uh, uh, you know i i got out long before any of this happened um it was starting to get harder when i got out but i got out long before any of the real hate came along and uh i just pray for my brothers and sisters in, in all first responding fields and uh, yep. and really grateful <laughs> for the sacrifices that that they make yeah my uncle retired just shortly before all that all this started too um and my nephew he's down in dade city in florida and my nephew's dade county and he's still he's still dade county sheriff's wow. department so he's uh He's still in it, um, but my uncle retired before all of this stuff started. So there's a lot of there's a lot swimming of in the deep end there. there. Yeah, yep. So we worry about him. You know, we worry about and, and all the friends that I've made in Genesee County and Oakland County. You know, just thinking about the stuff that I'm seeing and hearing, and it's uh, upside down world. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're close with, with some of them, you know, like it's, uh, like Sarah, I mean, Hmm. you know, I worry about her. She's just, she's just starting out in this, you know, so it's, it's all new to her. Um, she's got some, she's got some good people around her though. So for sure. So that's, that's, that's good. And I know most of them and so so do you. So, Hmm. That makes me feel a little better because they'll show her the way. Oh, yeah. Well, any final thoughts before we cut this? Um, the century episode. You should do 101 next time. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it going. This is, right. Just keep it going. I just uh, I feel um, compelled to say to any first responders watching this that um, the what got me, I've said it so many times, what got me through my career was two things, my faith and belief in Jesus, his sustaining grace and power in my life, and the strong, godly woman that he gave me to live my life with. And what I'll tell you is that if you are doing a first responder's job and you don't know Jesus, you're, you're much less prepared to handle what you see and what you do if you don't have him. So I just encourage you to please consider hard um, a relationship with Christ. He was born of a virgin. He lived a perfect life, gave his life for us, was crucified buried, raised from the dead so that we could have eternal life and expressing 
um, repentance because of sin in your life and accepting him is the only way to eternity in heaven. And I can tell you it's a way to a life that is full and is blessed with the grace that I talked about earlier that helped me get through 25 years of law enforcement. So I encourage you to consider accepting Jesus as your Savior and see how it affects and impacts your life. Know that you're prayed for and loved and uh, cherished by the majority of people in this nation, including this old retired cop. God bless you. You're in my prayers. Amen. Good word, man. I, I, you know, I would say just one more time. I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a huge, I don't know. I think the more that we get along, the more, um, the, the undertaking of it, the severity of it and stuff like it, it's just, it's a really big deal. So, um, I, I did pull up one scripture from Romans, uh, that was just on my heart tonight. Um, and Paul says, you know, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Um, and he, it just talks about that he's called us. Um, he, he knew us. He like has been looking for us and pursuing us. Um, and then it just goes on to say that. And, and what should we say in response to this, that if God is for us, who can be against us? that he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us. Um, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things. And so just, just again, um, everything that pastor Kim said, um, I would not be here where I am. I would not have, um, my husband and my kids and, and what I have in this life, if it wasn't for God and what he's done in my life through Christ. And so, um, we love whoever's listening to this. Like we love you. We're praying for you and um, you have a community in us um, and we will continue to do whatever is in our power to encourage you, to lift you up, support you and um, be a strength and encouragement to you. So thank you for being on this journey with us. It means a lot. And don't think that you have to be perfect, a perfect person. Right. To start coming to community nights or going to church because believe me you don't I'm, I'm I'm still I'm not even close miles and miles I'm in another zip code so don't think that you gotta be perfect and it's you know gonna be an overnight change or anything like that it's it's a lot of work and none of us are perfect and that's what's great about our church is that they know that and nobody tries to act perfect there either that I've met yet. So that's why we love going there. Um, as far as community nights go, I mean, just come hang out and you'll see we're just the same people, you know, same people that you that yeah. worked with. So don't be, uh, don't be shy. Don't be, don't be nervous. Don't think that, uh, you got to come in carrying a Bible and, you know, reciting verses and all that stuff, just come and hang out and be yourself because that's all we do. Right on. And as in closing, um, yeah, after a hundred episodes, it's been a crazy journey, but 
I want to thank uh, Pastor Jim and Dina Wiegand for sure, Freedom Center staff for the, at this point, we can say years of support. You know, we've only been underneath the church directly for a short time, but they've been in our corner and praying with us on this journey for since day one. And just thank you for everyone who listens and keep telling your friends about it and keep sharing and liking and, and pushing this, these episodes out because they're beneficial, even if for one person it's, it's worth doing it. Yeah. And then of course, Ashley, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have produced, well, we'll have produced 100 episodes it's crazy huh? that's awesome Thank a lot you. of work and clean editing too because yeah you know i make some mistakes sometimes <laughs> no one ever has to know about it <laughs> it's beautiful anyway i think that's a wrap we'll continue mm-hmm. on just keep driving on so thank you guys for coming on tonight anytime thank man. you TLE fam, keep checking us out on the socials or on Instagram and Facebook. Again, for the hundredth time, I only have Twitter for Pastor Jim and he's not on there. So don't look for us on Twitter. <laughs> All right. We're out. Peace. See ya. Catch Bye. you next time. <laughs>